0: Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this round of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. I am JB in the cage, setting it up for John Sherholtz, the Atlanta Braves, and the Hall of Fame. John, how are you?
1: I'm great, JB. Nice to be with you.
0: Uh, It's really great to have you from the beautiful new SunTrust Park there in Atlanta. Fans are fired up, and let me walk them through how to be part of the show. Get your webcam or your device fired up. Push the button, get in line, talk to the producer, talk to John directly, get me out of the way. In the meantime, I'll use comments off the MLB Fans app, and I'll go to Twitter, where the hashtag is, chattingcage, to find your questions. That's how it works. Let's get to it. All right, Mr. Sherholtz, uh, I love this one because it's just it sort of sums up a huge part of your success, and I, I just like it. Dave the Brave wants to know, uh, what did you enjoy most about being a general manager?
1: Well, that's easy. I, I love putting teams together, uh, trying to find the mix of the, of the right players, both in terms of ability and makeup and, and winning character so that the matrix of the players we put together to make our 25-man roster uh, was the strongest fabric of a team we could, we could build. And in building a team and focusing on building teams, we were able to have a lot of success throughout the years, both in Kansas City and here in Atlanta.
0: All right, folks, that's how it works. Just like that, get your question via the MLB Fans app or fire up your device and ask Mr. Sherholtz a question directly so that I can be a spectator, which we know is my greatest strength. Here's a young fan with us right now. Young man, what's your name? What's your question for John? Hi, I'm Mauricio Palmer from Maryland, and I'd like to ask you, what is your favorite part about
1: baseball? Well, watching the games being played. uh, These great athletes, whether they're high school players or – college players or minor league players or uh, international players or especially major league players. um, Those people play this game with such ability and such spirit uh, that it's fun watching those talented athletes do their thing as well as they do it uh, at all of those levels. And this is a great game. I think the greatest game in the United States, professional or amateur. And uh, it's always been a thrill of mine to have the opportunity to not only watch those people play, but to evaluate their abilities and try to determine whether or not somebody has a chance to be a major leaguer or an all-star or a Hall of famer someday.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Mauricio, for that great question from wherever you were as he was walking around. We always appreciate that. Uh, John, thanks for letting us in the sights on that. You've had such an incredible career. I want to get to the EDJ question of the day now, which will open up some other questions later. It's the EDJ question of the day. John, what are some of your favorite memories of those 1990s Braves teams?
1: Well, the favorite, the favorite memory, of course, is 1995 when we won the World's Championship and brought the only professional sports championship still to this day to the city of Atlanta, the great city of Atlanta. I'm proud of that. I believe we could have had a couple of more. Uh, we had the ability. We had the manager. We had the coaches. We had the pipeline uh, of filled with quality players, but just didn't get the breaks, didn't get the hop. But that happens. Uh, 91 was right behind that. That 95 World Championship followed behind 1991 when I took the job with the Braves. They had not had much success. In fact, they had finished last, the three the three previous years. And I was with the Kansas City Royals, and we were winning all of the time over there. And uh, and we were able to turn this thing around, Bobby Cox and I and our, our, our great scouting people here, Paul Snyder and Roy Clark, and a, and a whole host of other people dedicated to having the young guys that they had already put in the pipeline under Bobby Cox's guidance as the general manager and leadership as a general manager. So that when I came here, I knew what we needed to do and how we needed to supplement that. And we went from worst to first and played the Minnesota Twins in that World Series and went to the, one of the greatest game sevens between John Smoltz and, 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 uh, and uh, uh, Morris. And, uh, and it was, it was phenomenal. And a couple of plays here and a couple of plays there. We would have another World Series on our own belt right there. But uh, that, those were the two things that stand out the most to me, 95 and 91.
0: Uh, a great summation of two tremendous moments in that decade of just unprecedented success for John Atlanta Braves. Another young <laughs> fan joins us. What's your name? What's your question for Mr. Sherholtz?
1: Hi, John. My name is Nick from New York. And my question for you is um, since you're still working
0: with the Braves, how do you think they're a real bit? uh rebuilding stages today
1: well i am still working for the braves i'm vice chairman now and uh john hart and john coppola john hart our president of baseball operations and john coppola our general manager have done a remarkable job in in rebuilding this organization in the most important area of scouting and player development and they have turned this organization around in, t- in terms of those circumstances as quickly and as expertly as any, any, any I've ever seen in my 53 years as a baseball executive. John Hart and John Capolella deserve all the credit. Obviously the scouts are working hard, the player development people uh, in our organization are developing this raw talent in a quicker pace in and in a, in a more excellent way than I've seen it done ever in my life. And I think you, you if you're a brave Santa, I assume you are, uh, even in New York, that you're going to see your Braves uh, back in postseason play more quickly because of the work that John Hart and John Coppolella are doing and their, and the people who work with them are doing in, uh, in great fashion.
0: Thank you uh, both for that question and that answer. This is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. That's John Sherholtz, Vice Chairman of the Atlanta Braves, fielding your questions, so get your device fired up and join us here in the cage. Or use the MLB Fans app, and I'll read it, and it sounds something like this. Love Harper 34 wants to know John, Uh, and I think we all might. What does a vice chairman day look like on a day-to-day basis?
1: Well, that's an interesting question. And I've told some of my friends uh, with sort of a smile on my face, don't ask me what a vice chairman does because I don't know yet. I'm finding my way along. I work, of course, principally with our chairman and CEO, Terry McGurk, uh, at at, at his behest. Uh, I attend major league owners meetings with him. I still stay connected at that level of our industry more and more internally my focus has been on mostly the baseball side with interest primarily on the baseball side that's my background and working with john hart and john coppola in the decisions that they make i'm there as sort of obi-wan kenobi if they need some wisdom from somebody who's been around the game for a long while and have amassed that wisdom and willing to share it with them i do that Uh, but they're more than capable of making trade decisions and and implementing those trades without my being around but if they need me, I'm there. And if and, and I, we also have executive meetings, of senior executive meetings every Monday, which is a cross section of, of the business of the Braves and the baseball of the Braves. And I sit in on those. And so I have an opportunity to make my my feelings known or ask the questions that I need to have answers to, on both the business and the baseball side.
0: All right. Well, uh, we do appreciate finding out what that is day to day, and it's also very timely. You're in the zeitgeist as the. Star Wars trailer dropped, and you talk about being Obi-Wan. That's how it works here in the cage, folks. Uh, everything, everything comes together. Uh, we have another fan with us. What's your name? What's your question for John?
1: Hi, my name is Rachel. What's your favorite thing about SunTrust so far? Oh, my goodness. It's impossible. It's like asking me, uh, who's my what's my favorite child or who's my favorite grandchild? There's so many beautiful elements to this great ballpark, SunTrust Park, and the adjoining the Battery Atlanta, which is right next door to us. Uh, it's hard for me to begin and would be hard for me to end because uh, it's jaw-dropping, it's astounding, it's remarkable. And everyone who comes through here says that same thing to us. Um, they, whether they're professional builders, whether they're architects, whether they're construction people, whether they're baseball people, the commissioner's office has been through here and was astounded and jaw-dropped by what they saw in this park. I love how this park is intimate. We brought the, fa- the seating areas closer to the field in all, all of the levels of seating, and it's authentic. Uh, we built this like no other, no other combination of, of ballpark and, and business community or, or, or retail community because we built them together. Others have built ballparks or stadiums or, or arenas first, and some five, seven years hence, they, they say, well, we might as well build places for our fans to go to eat and drink and shop and live, as we have 500 and some uh, apartments here on campus, uh, but we d- did that at the same time, which makes this one of the most unique projects in, in all of the, uh, the history of development, I think.
0: Uh, it certainly is, and it's a go- I had, a, had the opportunity to shoot down there a few weeks ago. It's a gorgeous place, and it is nestled among that community really well. It's going to be an exciting place for the Braves to be for decades to come. That was a great question from Rachel, folks. That's how you do it get your device fired up, talk to John directly, or use the MLB Fans app, and I'll read a question like this from I Am Royal. Uh, John, who has truly inspired you in Major League Baseball?
1: Well, my first boss uh, was a gentleman named Lou Gorman, who's deceased now, sadly. And uh, Lou, Lou hired me in 1966. That, Frank Cashin and Harry Dalton and Lou Gorman were the triumphant of leaders, leadership in the baseball organization of the Baltimore Orioles. When I left my job as an eighth grade English and geography teacher to uh, join the Baltimore Orioles after they responded to my letter of inquiry and it brought me in for an interview and offered me the job but lou gorman became my direct boss he was promoted from assistant director of player development and took on the job of director of player development And he was looking for an assistant and they had interviewed quite a few people i was the last one in the door uh, not because of the eloquent uh, eloquent or, or or fascinating letter that i wrote to mr cashin but because of my last name uh, which in Baltimore was very well known as an athletic family. And he said, I know this family. I don't know this guy. We ought to bring him in for an interview because I think that family history earns that. And they brought me in, and I interviewed, and they offered me the job. And Lou Gorman and I worked together uh, for a few years in Baltimore and uh, almost 10 years in Kansas City. And then Lou went on to hire in bigger ground as general manager of a number of clubs. And But he, he remained in my heart and in my head, and as, as really the most influential person in my career. Uh, uh, and, and so I'm delighted that I had a chance to go to work for Lou, and I actually was invited to speak uh, at his funeral, which was a, was a real honor. Uh, and uh, I did it with a heavy heart, but I did it in, in recognition of what he did for me in my life and my career.
0: Uh, thank you for letting us understand more about that and get an insight into Lou and your relationship there and how that developed. And uh, to also know that it was, it's not urban legend, that it was a letter that you wrote that turned the tide, and <laughs> created a hall of fame career. Another fan is with us right now. What's your name? What's your question for John?
1: Hey John, my name is Max. I uh, Just wanted to ask you a question, about how do you think the Braves farm system is doing this year compared to the other farm systems in the league? Well, uh, how I think it's doing is a little bit biased, but I'll tell you what I think. I think we're the best farm system in baseball. Thanks, as I said a moment ago, to the hard work of John Hart and John Coppola and their many, many scouts and, and player development people. Uh, and most of the publications in our industry say the same thing. I think for the last two years, we've been voted either the, first, the best or the second best farm system, which is what this business is all about. I mean, if you have a feeder system where you're scouting well and you're out scouting other clubs and you're de- out developing other clubs, that combination of finding raw material and raw talent and finishing it off to to be major league caliber, championship caliber players, that gets you the number one or number two uh, rating in, in the in baseball's publications, which recognizes the great work in uh, identifying talent and developing talent. That combination is essential. You keep the pipeline filled with those kind of players, and sooner or later, this field, this 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 baseball field behind me, is going to be filled with 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 young. Uh, all-star caliber players and championship caliber players very very quickly because that system is working in that fashion
0: uh great question there from another young fan and before we say goodbye to you, john uh there's been a lot of social media questions about it i'm going to sort of summarize it into one if you don't mind what are you most looking forward to on that day in july 2017.
1: oh you're talking about i guess my hall of fame induction yeah, in cooperstown be- what i'm looking forward to is to is, uh, thanking and honoring a lot of people in my life that have lifted me up and have helped carry me along the way in my career or, or before my career even started, whether it was a high school coach or a or, or college soccer coach or my parents or my family or people in baseball. Uh, and, I, and I know that's difficult to do with a, the with a, with a short time limit we're given, but uh, I, I'm going to do that and I'm going to celebrate what my career has been because of so many great people who have impacted my life and have made it their point in, in helping me become the best possible baseball executive and best possible leader um, that I could possibly be. And uh, I, I, I hope that, that to do it that way uh, on that day. I know it will be a very exciting and nerve-wracking time for me, but I'm looking forward to it.
0: Well, I think you'll have a lot of support up there. A lot of Braves seem to be uh, putting the caps on, getting the plaques these days, and we'll look forward to this in 17. And uh, I think the third baseman might be up next year. We'll see if that happens as well. Uh, John, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day as vice chairman to be with the fans. Did you have a good time chatting with some fans today?
1: I, I did. It's, a, it's delightful. It's always good. It's good to get a chance to talk directly to the people who love our game and support our game, and the fans really make our game as great as it is. So I appreciate everybody's interest today. No
0: doubt about that, and I always thank the fans as well because you are the engine of this show, so we appreciate that. And we'll see you next time we start throwing pitches on uh, another round of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage.